to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. Clap it up for yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be back. Uh, July 4th was a little wild. Sorry I didn't hear from you last week. It won't happen again. And um, I just want to say... I hope all of you have recovered. I hope none of you are listening to this from a prison cell because of a DUI or for doing something else incredibly irresponsible. But I know everybody listening to this is very responsible, so we're not even going to take it there. But, you know, peace, love, blessings to all of you. Thank you for tuning in. And right now, um, I think we'll jump into some stuff, man, because it's been... It's been an interesting, like, couple, you know, almost two weeks since I talked to y'all. It's been uh, been a lot going on. Fellas, um, I don't know who's participating, who's not. I don't think I'm participating, so maybe some of y'all can help me out. But um, this whole uh, hot girl versus city boy summer or city girls versus the city boy summer, um, I need I need clarity on what was what's really going on. Honestly, I mean, I, I I'm confused a little bit because I didn't think based on what I've told from the information about both of these, I didn't think this was a contest that the fellas could even potentially lose. And I still haven't been given any evidence based on you know the criteria that the criteria that was, you know, given to me, you know what I'm saying? Which, uh, I'm going to keep it real, man. Honestly, it just seems like, you know, who could be, <laughs> who could be, you know, more the dog ass nigga is winning. Is it, you know, is it the city boy or the city girl? It seems like that's the only criteria for who's winning this, yo. So I might need some, I might need some little, you know, clarity on that like uh, unless it's something i'm missing but i don't think women is gonna be good at outdoing the fellas at that yo i mean it's just obvious i know women do some dog ass shit but they're a lot more low-key um and this is like complete instagram twitter like everybody putting it out there and i don't think nobody gonna beat the fellas at that one at least above the light you know or in the light so we got to see because I've been seeing some wild stuff. But anyway, one of the first things I want to do is give a super shout out to the original Louis Vuitton Don, my guy, Kanye West. Uh, it was reported, and I want to get the numbers right, that... He brought in one point one point for you, one point five billion dollars uh, in revenue um, last year. Let me see if I got that correct. Let me see if I got that correct. One point five. Uh, yep, one point five billion in revenue. Oh uh, no, this is not even last year. This is this year. This year, it reports that he's brought in $1.5 billion, and we're only in July, so we've only had six full months. So, shout out to the Kanye West for that $1.5 billion. I remember when everybody was saying, 
the shoes is ugly. They not going to sell out. And he's struggling. That's why he going through. Well, it, don't, it don't look like the man is hurting at all. Look like he'll have, uh, you know, he's on place for about $3 billion worth of revenue by the end of the year. So we got to shout out to, you know, Kanye for that. This black excellence. So Kanye, keep it up. Uh, keep pushing the boundaries. Keep showing us what's really going on. And uh, hopefully, you know, I can uh, increase my tax brackets so I can uh, keep adding to my Yeezy collection, which is at only one pair right now. So I'm, I'm working on it, man. Hopefully I can get every pair. But right now I'm working with one. You feel me? So. Let's keep that thing going, but shout out to Mr. Kanye West. Mr. West, Mr. West, Mr. West. Jay-Z, Jigger Man. The Jigger Man has partnered up with guess who? Not sure if you've heard of them, but the company is called uh, Kaliva. It's a cannabis company, door-to-door service. You load up the app, tell them what you want. They deliver it. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, apparently Jay-Z has just partnered up with them for a a multi-year deal to, I guess, uh, help with their uh, branding. Um, And the cool thing about this is he's actually putting an emphasis on uh, prison reform, which is great uh, with all the brothers we know that are locked up for selling those minuscule bags of weed doing like major years. Well, he's partnering up actually with a cannabis company that's going to be making a lot of money or that is making a lot of money. Kaliva. So definitely uh, be on the lookout for that. Shout out to Jay-Z. And uh, I would recommend this is a new company. This is me, Jewel to Jewel, for my brothers and sisters who do listen. Um, Kaliva has not went public yet, but they are planning to go public. That means you can buy a stock. Um, so I use Robinhood, a very simple one, free, free to sign up with. And um, you actually get uh, purchasing power from um, sending or inviting other people to come in. So Robinhood is a great one. Uh, if you're really going to get serious about it, then uh, E-Trade, open up an E-Trade account. And uh, I think a lot of those, even the savings accounts with E-Trade, I think you can open those for $1. Um, The investing is a little bit different, but um, I think that's something that we should look into, man. Uh, Granted, like I said, the cannabis thing is blowing up crazy. So why not get on one that one of the best businessmen in America or in American history, period, has just got onto and they aren't even public yet so i'm pretty sure the shares will be pretty low coming out the box so that might be something you may want to look at i actually just um it's this blog i listen to uh every morning i want to get y'all the name of it so be on my little investing shit uh optimal finance daily that is optimal finance daily that's a daily blog and what they do is they give you or read to you from the best finance blogs in the world. So they'll read one article for you. It's really easy. It's usually not more than like eight to ten minutes every day. They read a quick blog for you. You can do it on your way to work or shit, brushing your teeth, 
washing your face boom 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 it's a little something about finance you can learn every morning i recommend it uh so it's one episode uh episode 872 i believe here's how rich you would be if you follow warren buffett's investment strategy by field town of rule one investing and uh basically he talked about in 1964 um Warren Buffett has started a company, I guess, that eventually ended up becoming like a venture capital. Uh, But whatever it was, when he started it, uh, it was only $19 a share. And um, over time, it gradually built up. And today, uh, the shares are worth $300,000 plus. So, run it back for you. $19. $19. The stock started off as in 1964, 1965, something like that. And today, those same stocks or shares are worth $300,000. Right? So it was some crazy math they did. They said, like, if you would have bought, uh, or if anybody would have bought a thousand shares in goddamn uh, 1964 or something like that, just $1,000, $1,000 worth. Um, you would literally been sitting on, I think they said thirty million or some some stupid some retarded ass number, something crazy. And it was something crazy like if you did it in like nineteen ninety five, if you had just invested one time, uh, you would have had fifty thousand or forty five thousand dollars today if you just would have put a thousand dollars down. In 1995 towards stocks And uh, statistics show that Most uh, millionaires And billionaires invest in the stock market So if you are interested in being A millionaire or billionaire The numbers say you should Probably uh, Invest in the stock market No mean you have to be dumb about it All sorts of blogs and Books and websites And podcasts and Everything about investing. So it's smart investing, too. That definitely exists. You know, everything doesn't have to be a super gamble. So uh, just pay attention to that because you never know what's being created today. That might be a $4 or $5 share, a $19, $20 share. And then, you know, 10 years from now, those could be worth 50 bucks, 60 bucks, right? You never know. So uh, my goal is to... uh, I'm going to start off slow with what I've been doing. Just been getting a few here and there, but I'm really about to ramp it up. So I'm about to start doing about, uh, dedicating about $80 a month uh, to the investing. So I'll be buying shares and stocks at least 80 bucks a month. Uh, and, you know, let that add up, you know. So over the course of a year, it should, uh, you know, be sitting pretty nice, you know. Um, so, you know, it's not just for you, but it's for your kids, your kids, kids. And, um, you know, Apple stock started off at 21 bucks or it might've been 22. Apple might've started at 22 or whatever it was. Uh, Nike started at the same thing. So Nike started at 22. Apple started at 22. And, um, those are worth a lot more than 19 or 20 bucks right now. Let's take a look. Let me see if I can do the numbers for you real quick. Just bear with me. Just bear with me real quick. I'm going to tell you right now. Nike stock today is worth $88. Could have got it for 20 bucks. Back in, uh, 
the 1970s. I forgot. I know they founded in 1972. I'm not sure if that's exactly when they went public. But anyway, yeah, so you could have did that. But I digress. Let's go. So Apple stock could have got it for the same thing. Twenty two bucks back in the 70s. Today is worth two hundred dollars. So, you know, just think about it. My brothers and sisters, nothing wrong with investing a little bit every month. And it's real easy to do. All right. So that's from me to you. But that's uh, optimal. Did I say optimal? I think that's what it is. Yeah, Optimal Finance Daily. Check that out every morning. Real easy. Make sure you pick up my book as well if you haven't. We got the audio book available now. Um, my Historically Black Purpose audio book. We also got merch available. All of that is on the website. MyHistoricallyBlackPurpose.com MyHistoricallyBlackPurpose.com With that being said, let me take a deep breath. Free ASAP Rocky, man. He is locked up in Sweden right now. They say he's in solitary, a solitary confinement, staying in inhumane conditions. Um, don't know how true all of it is, but I mean, it's coming from his reps. So I don't know if they got people there. I'm sure they talking to him. So I doubt they lying about that. So, uh, but I think uh, any jail is inhumane. So uh, even if he was, you know. On a uh, goddamn Tempur-Pedic mattress Nobody wants to be stuck uh, Far away from home You feel what I'm saying So uh, Free Rocky is, I know it's uh, He was just defending a young lady I believe it was a friend of his They ended up Socking the dude or I guess was harassing her And uh, he ended up getting took into Jail for that And I think it's been two weeks Since he's been in there Locked up Foreign and abroad, so uh, let's pray for the boy. Hopefully, he can get out there as soon as possible. Get out of there as soon as possible. Tyreek Hill, all pro returner, one of the fastest men in the world for the Kansas City Chiefs. And, um, you know, there's a lot going on a few years. Well, actually, I think it was 2014. Uh, he got accused. Of hitting and striking his girlfriend, kicking her down the stairs, something crazy like that. And then uh, recently they had said he was beating on his kid or something wild. And um, came to find out there was, uh, they had released a recording that was cut up. So it made it sound like, you know, he was really, I guess, out here wilding. And, uh, oh, excuse me. And uh, they found the full recording of the audio today, and this uh, was a very, we found it out, it was a very civilized conversation, and, um, you know, I think it didn't sound like a guilty man, you know, if this was being sneak recorded, like, this did not sound like no guilty man, and um, his girl honestly didn't sound like he was a guilty man while they was having this conversation either. You know, it just sound like some some bullshit. So, um, yeah, hopefully everything goes well with Tyreek, man, because um, I'm a firm believer in, you know, not putting your hands on no woman. I think that's uh, despicable. And I think, you know, anybody should be handled uh, accordingly who do or does so, uh, you know. 
um, whether that's them getting beat the fuck up or you know doing they little probation jail time whatever like i don't know you know depending on what it is uh and i'm also a firm believer in if you lied on a man saying that he did something like that your ass need to be dealt with as well because you can't be playing with people's freedom and lives you know because you was upset about some shit and this is how you think it's the best way to get back of them nah that shit don't fly either you know so if we can hold one side accountable the other side gotta be held just as accountable you know what i'm saying so no putting your hands on women and no lying about getting hands put on you by a man you know or by anybody you know in that capacity you feel me so back to this hot boy hot girl summer I've been seeing some wild shit on my timeline. I'm a Twitter guy, and I feel like Twitter, you can follow me if you haven't already. I'm AWOL. That's the letter I, the letter M, the letter A, the letter W, the letter A, the letter L. And it's crazy uh, because, bro, I didn't see people talking. I mean, I, it was one meme I seen a girl posted. She was doing like a a damn model runway walk and she said this is uh this is my face after i got that abortion hot girl summer full effect what the fuck is that we are out here glamorizing the abortion ladies and gentlemen we gotta do better come on bro and is that really some hot girl summer shit because if that's what it is we got a whole nother conversation to have god damn it like that's this is this is getting out of pocket man and then i seen another one um you know shout out to the fellas um it's a crying meme the little uh nollywood actors the nigerian actors and um what had happened was he was crying and she had said this is the face you make when he leaves your house and says hot boys up a hundred thousand to zero what that's what i said man i don't i just don't think this is i don't think this is a race the fellas can lose man we keep it real i don't think this is i don't think this is something we could lose dog so uh hot girls you might have to bow out on this one man these 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 fellas because i'm not participating i'm very i'm very chill i'm being very hum doing what i do chilling and uh but I mean, honestly, like, I don't think this is this is one of those battles or wars that a man is built to lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas was made for shit like this. Like, you don't want to really get into that battle. So, you know, God bless you. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but good luck. Good luck with that one. So, out of this... um negative uh i guess shit we're gonna go into some more fun loving wholehearted real conversation uh real quick just saw the last black man in san francisco 
Movie was good. Enjoyed the movie. Not gonna sit here and say it was great, yada yada yada, but it was a good movie. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Wasn't bored at all. I thought it was thought it was a good film. But the acting the acting performance, man, they had uh you know, of course I'm a Bay Area guy, so I love uh you know, I love the whole concept when I saw it. Uh if you know what gentrification and the city was like or you know the town was like before all of this shit was going down uh you know how much culture and vibrance and just love and care and passion was you know in the area and you know if you were privileged enough to grow up there and see it from like you know if you and my mom in the maze of 60s 70s all the way up to now they really seen the change and even for us late 80s early 90s babies uh you know being able to see that progression and how much it has changed with black and brown people specifically not really being there anymore um it's a very interesting story and uh deals a lot with the heartstrings of course that comes with uh you know these properties and things like that that we have you know obviously um and it also deals with friendship uh, but i think it also deals with uh you know preparation um that's what i got from it um being able to prepare but also not being or locking yourself into a box not locking yourself up i mean one of the coldest things was that he lost the house and then you know if any of you know anybody you know out here who was dealt with I mean, even if it was a car losing a car you know anything like that like having something repossessed or taken from you uh you know that's a very feeling of hurt and i think you know as people in general sometimes especially people who you know grew up in these spots or these places and you know that our grandparents was in and all of that and uh sometimes we literally just don't have the um the time or the energy to put into these spots but we want to hold on to them uh because of something pulling at our heartstrings which is acceptable but um i think we really 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 got to get to a point where we also can look at it because the rest of the world is looking at it like this which you gotta you know you gotta look at it as a business as well and what you would hate to do is for uh you know your grandparents aunties uncles uh grandparents whoever who have purchased these homes or these things for you they purchased it for you as an investment you know what i'm saying and um the number one rule in finance investing is don't lose money you know what i'm saying don't lose money and you know really got to look at it as as much as i want to keep this house would i rather me be in control of this outcome and get what i can out of it and hopefully reinvest it into a way uh where i have time to take care of whatever it is i'm doing to investing in whether it's uh you know more real estate or uh opening up uh, your own restaurant or i don't know whatever it may be in the name of your family um you know reinvesting it into a manner in which is uh beneficial to you because that's really what it comes down to if it was putting your care to take care of sometimes the best thing for you to do is to be honest with yourself about the business of it and uh you know be 
willing to let go uh, for a long-term benefit. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what we get. I think that's what we get stuck at uh, sometimes, you know. Uh, you know, black folks, you know, we very emotional, which is a great thing. Very caring, loving folks. And, you know, sometimes our heart can just get the best of us. And, uh, you know, we hold on to stuff a little bit longer than maybe we should. So I think, um, you know, it's just something to think about. I think it's a great film. Uh, Jonathan Majors is the guy's name. He did an excellent job. My goodness. Excellent job. He was a supporting actor. Danny Glover was in it. She did good. Tashina Arnold, of course, from Martin. Rob Morgan, Mike Epps. A uh, lot of good, 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 good actors and actresses in this. So definitely uh, give that movie a good look at. Man, it was it was it was a, it was a good movie. Jimmy Fails is another one who was in it. Enjoyed that. Uh, he did a good job. Um, so really, you know, check that out. I think it's a very important movie for everybody to see, especially black folks. But the uh, last black man in San Francisco, definitely go check that out, man. All right. Uh, once again, follow us, uh, Imani Shani. That's on Instagram, Twitter, all of that. I-M-A-N-I-S-H-A-N-I, Imani Shani who is the co-host, myself, Amir Walton, that's I'm AWOL, I-M-A-W-A-L, I just spelled it for you, I-M-A-W-A-L, boom, check it out, alright, um, this is going to be a quick one because it's really not much to talk about, but the Clippers and the Lakers, why am I saying it's not that much to talk about, well, I just said Clippers, it's not much to talk about with the Clippers why no championships have never really represented winning in any capacity uh never I think been to a conference finals uh the Lob City era was uh you know a disappointment very fun in the regular season but you know it was a disappointment because you know they had some really you know I think some well put together teams and just kind of underachieved you know for whatever reason uh, but it's not just them. It's just the history of the Clippers. They've never been really that good. Let's be. Let's just call it what it is. They've never been that good. So, as you know, uh, Kawhi led the Lakers on a wild goose chase and eventually ended up signing with the Clippers. Nobody saw that coming, but he also bought Paul George with him. Hmm. Okay. So, now we got action. So, you got Paul George. Kawhi Leonard on one side, and then you got LeBron and AD on the other side. That's going to get very interesting. Lakers have also signed, you know, uh, Boogie and some other good players. So they have a good team. Uh, and I'm prefacing this. So, you know, if you think I'm coming off bias, I might be a little bit. I was a Laker fan, uh, mainly because of Kobe. It wasn't like I just was, you know, a super Laker fan, but. I was a Laker fan because of Kobe, so I naturally still, you know, support him and show love for them. And I'm an L.A. guy currently, so, you know, I uh, yeah, support the Lakers, man. But these Clipper fans are so goddamn disrespectful, bruh. Like, let me tell you something, man. You can't be insignificant for your whole existence. Get... Now, granted, top five player, we love Kawhi. We've seen what he's been done with the Spurs, with the Raptors in one year. Paul George, very good player. Um, 
you know, so we've seen that. We know what we know what you're getting with that. But when I gotta log onto my Twitter and see pictures of the Clippers starting five next to pictures of the '96 Bulls, come on, man! Nobody want to see that shit. Like you, like we we understand you excited, but this is the shit. This is why we said we can't get a Clippers shit, cause shit like this happens. This is why you know everybody is like, no, we gotta root for the underdog. We don't like bullies, cause sometimes when an underdog gets something, they don't know how to be a little bit even kind of sort of humble about it. You still gotta play your role, play your lane until you really in a position where, you know, motherfuckers just gotta respect it. Once that happens, cool. But shoot, we, we still in the summertime, B. Y'all ain't played the game yet. Oh, I got to see pictures of your fans or pictures your fans are putting up with your roster next to the great Bulls. Not even just regular Bulls of today. This is all-time great Bulls, six championship Bulls. And we got to watch y'all do that? That's disrespect, baby. And we can't fall for that, man. So, you know, calm down. We're going to see who the best teams is as this all unfolds. Uh, I think it's good for basketball. And I also think uh, that, you know, potentially, you know, neither one of those teams may win the championship. So this could literally just be a battle for L.A., you know, so which is big in itself. So, um, well, at least it will be big for the Clippers because they've never won anything. I know the Lakers like championships. Clippers. Uh, y'all get what I'm saying. Anyway, so we'll see what happens with that, man. But Clippers fans, please humble yourself, man. The Clippers ain't even talking like that. Y'all got to relax a little bit. I like the like the squad, but, you know, relax. So, uh, as some of you know, I'm a, a, a soccer person. I like me some soccer. Copa America was won by Brazil. That's my favorite country to watch play. My dad lived in Brazil for a while. He did Capoeira. You know, so naturally I have a bias towards Brazil. Always loved them, watched them. Like, beautiful, beautiful game they play. Um, Boom. So that's that. Uh, But the big thing was the women's, uh, what I'm thinking about. The Women's World Cup. They played Sunday, uh, and they won for the second time in a well, not the second time, fourth time overall, second World Cup in a row. They won. Uh, Megan Rapinoe, big fan of hers. She was one of. I think she might have been the. Oh no, I think pretty sure it was probably football first, but I think she might have been the first person outside of football. To kneel with Colin Kaepernick So you know Megan she was the first one To hop on that And uh, she ain't slowed up since uh, So we you know We respect salute her for that uh, But we're really saluting her right now For you know the work she has put in With This women's national team And you know we can say what we want to say You know everybody's not caught up It's not as big of a tournament as the men's We get it uh, But it's some it's some super solid female fucking soccer squads out there so and i watch this shit so you know whether you're talking about japan 
you know, uh, England, you know, of course, shit, the other South American, like, whoever you're talking about, like, or you can't just put it out there, like, you know, it's just women and, you know, I know my boy Alex would say, you know, the rest of the world ain't caught up, nigga, that's privileged for all women. Like, yes, it is true, but it's a lot of other motherfucking countries where these motherfucking women is balling too, so I can't even say that. Like, winning, you know, winning is winning, because some of them other motherfuckers didn't won too, you know what I'm saying? So, we just got to give credit where it's due. Now, why am I bringing all of this up? Now, the thing we always talk about with the sports shit is... This wage gap, you know, the fellas, they're getting paid all of this money. LeBron, $40 million a year. Uh, you know, KD, you know, even motherfuckers like, I don't know, Iman Shumpert or some shit like that is getting like $19, 20000000 million a year. Like, why WNBA players ain't getting that? Or the men's teams and such and such is getting this much and that much. So... Let's just dive right into this shit. All right. So. Page. Page. Wage gap in sports. One. Um, basketball. WNBA. Not going to happen, B. And that's me being. I fucks with the I fucks with the players in the WNBA. That's not me saying I don't fuck with women's basketball or no shit like that. I'm just saying. Nobody in the WNBA is going to get paid $40 million a year, $30 million. Like, currently, not saying it can't happen in the future. We're talking strictly currently, strictly right now. Why? This comes down to basic uh, economics, I think, for some of this shit. Some of this shit is basic economics. All right. Um, one, let's just start. From the season perspective One The men are playing 82 games High demand for men games 82 games Plus playoffs You might get close to 100 games Something like that Boom Um, Women not playing that much I think the WNBA season is maybe like 30 30 games ish 30, 40 games Maybe tops. Uh, now, along with the games, you get more games won because they selling out men's games. Selling out, there's a lot more people coming out to see the men play. That's an absolute fact. Absolute fact. WNBA games. I think they even had to cut some of them back. They was going to the men's stadiums. They had to go down to like college type stadiums because. They just wasn't selling out. So it got to make sense on a money perspective. The other part about it is what? Jerseys, merchandise, how much of that stuff is being sold. Like, everybody's wearing a damn men's jersey and some fucking hoop. Every summer, it's like some of the flyest shit niggas is going to put on. You don't really see too many women's jerseys being bought. At least not at the same capacity. Not saying nobody buys them. Not at the same capacity, obviously. Um, other thing is the TV deals. So, the WNBA is currently in season. 
And I promise you, I see. I don't know when that shit comes on. Advertisement, marketing. I don't know. Man, it could be that. And then you know, I don't know. Is they putting it on ESPN two, three, four, five, six? I don't know. But I know we in season, and nobody really even talks about it much. You know what I'm saying? So it's the social aspect and it's the economic aspect of it. It's just not it's not as big, it's not as high of a demand. Now, if we cross into the other side of it, which is let's look at some other sports. Tennis. Serena absolutely should be getting paid on par with the rest of them. Why? Serena is the face of tennis right now men or women like she's the most recognizable face in tennis one because obviously she's black it's not a very black dominated sport but the other reason is because she's arguably the greatest player ever in the history of the game boom uh the other reason is we just talked about the economics of it if you watch a goddamn serena williams tennis match them shits is flooded sold the fuck out Sold the fuck out. She's in high demand. And everybody is showing up and showing out to see her. She absolutely deserves to be paid just as much or more than her male counterparts because of what she's bringing to the table. Simple as that. Easy. Not even nothing to think about with that one. Now, this is where it gets interesting. We talked about the U.S. women's national team for soccer. So apparently the guys, uh, if they win, uh, they get paid 500000 And the women who get paid, or the women get paid 90000 if they win. So women get 90000 if they win the World Cup, U.S. women. Uh, U.S. men get 500000 if they win the World Cup. Um now I looked at this one they four time champions they won the world cup four times that's amazing the other thing is same thing with Serena sold the fuck out B they shit like I was even surprised cause I was like you know for soccer Oh no, soccer is kind of different. Like it's weird. Like they don't really do a whole bunch of like around the arena shots or whatever it may be. But they was I, I found some stuff, and they was like them shits is sold out. Be like they selling out. They selling out some stadiums, you know. And on top of that, uh, they went in. They playing more games. Uh, way more. I can name way more. Uh, female soccer players on the uh, women's side, U.S. national team, like they really, they bought that action. They doing it. They selling shit out. They winning. They got a case. They got a case. Now I got to see, you know, everything from top to bottom with, you know, like the ticket sales. Of course, this is just me doing the eye test. So I got to see the real numbers with all of that. But bruh from what i'm just telling you what i'm seeing what i'm seeing the little research i've been doing i'm gonna keep going if the gap is ninety thousand to five hundred thousand, and the women is clearly killing shit 
They selling merch. Shit is sold out. They got a very good case to, I think, be making more probably than the guys. And even if they not, it need to be way closer than 590. That shit is kind of ridiculous from what I'm seeing. So I'm going to do some more research. But uh, I think there's something we definitely need to look at. We need to look at them because uh, they're holding it down. And uh, it looks like they got some of the numbers to back it up. So let's keep doing that research. All right. But um, that is it for today. Uh, I want to say shout out to my sister. She's working on something very incredible right now. Shout out to my cuz, uh, Kamal. We working on something. Me, him, and Imani working on something very great right now. Um, yeah, life is good, B. Just keep going after it, man. That's all I could tell you is don't give up, man, ladies and gentlemen. Keep pushing, baby. I don't know who need to hear it, but keep pushing. Enjoy your summer. Still find a way to get some work in in the midst of it all, but enjoy your summer. Um... Show love to everybody. Peace, love, happiness, love, and light. And I promise you, it's going to be a breakthrough. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. All right. Akuna Matata, my niggas, I love you. Actually, Lion King is getting ready to come out too, so we're going to have to talk about that. But I love y'all, man. Stay tuned. Share this with somebody. Send me any topics or people you think we should interview. And that's it. Peace.